This is Julia Sotis, and you're listening to A Different Reality. What else is possible beyond this reality that you haven't yet chosen? All right. Hi, everybody. And welcome to A Different Reality. Uh, I'm your host, Julia Sotis Mattis. And I have an amazing guest on with me today, Emily Russell, who is a certified facilitator of access consciousness and also um, is the worldwide kitten herder of access consciousness is her (laughs) really awesome, funny term uh, because she's very good at herding all kinds of humanoids, uh, which is not always an easy thing to do. Um, And today we're going to talk about, um, you know, just being the difference of you and, and looking at how much bigger you could be playing or how much more you could be having and creating and adventuring in your life. So thanks for being here, Emily. Thank you, Julia, for having me on. I always love talking with you. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> fun. <laughs> I love talking with you too. Um, and, and I'm really excited about our topic because I think it's something that, um, a lot of people kind of have trouble with like knowing what to choose or even like what they desire. And, and it's like, they they know that they want something different, but it's like, where do you choose it? Or how do you choose it? Or what do you even want? You know? Yeah. Especially that thing lately. I, I feel like a lot of us, um, know we want something bigger. Like I always wanted to have a bigger like sphere of influence in the world. And when I was little, I I think that was just energetically, like, you know, when you're little and you're like, I want to be president or I'd like to change this, you know, you just kind of, and then as you become an adult, you try to define that as a, well, maybe I need to, you know, save the whales or start an orphanage or like you have these ideas of what that would look like. And then I know for me, I went through a phase where because I wasn't doing that and I judged myself for maybe not creating enough in the world or playing bigger. Um, and, you know, this is the consciousness journey is it's always changing. And I'm like, wow, what, you know, when you start to ask, for, ask for more change, ask to show up more, ask to, you know, create a, a bigger wave of consciousness in the world, it never shows up how you think it does. But I think a lot of us have been trained to not ask bigger, like, or to settle or kind of be happy with what we have, or we don't know how to ask for more. Yeah, it's almost like, you're more mature or you've won sort of when you stop asking because it's like you don't have to be disappointed (laughs) right and that's so so crazy because for most of us like you said like humanoids the seekers the dreamers we actually don't want to give up on things like that you know but we do like in this in this world it's like having big crazy irrational dreams like you start to kind of give them up usually as you get older and and not to say like I am so grateful and I think a lot of us are really grateful for the things that have shown up so then we're like okay well if I'm grateful then I should just be happy and then maybe those bigger things aren't possible and it's like and it doesn't have to be that you go out on a you know a ship and fight the whale killers and that's not I mean (laughs) That's one way to change, <laughs> do something. I like that I image, though, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. like, what if it were so much easier 
but you still have to ask. Like, I think we've given up because we thought it was hard. And if it's like, if actually being us and changing the world, like my, one of my favorite books, if not my favorite book in the whole world by Dane here, being you changing the world, if it were actually easier than you thought it is, <clears throat> would you start asking for more? Right. Totally. And, show, and kind of showing up in a different way, I guess. Gosh, I, I, I picked up that book. I, mean, I haven't read it for a few years. Uh, it was the first book I ever read when I found access and it just rocked my world. I mean, I never, it was like, it was like being in a candy store and just going like, totally. like, like for those of you who can't see, cause we were on a recording, I'm shoveling candy into my mouth. Um, but it's like, it's like, it was so exciting to have somebody um, just like say the things that um, I'd always been hoping somebody would say, or I'd always been looking for ways to put these tools together. And that book really did it. And, and um, yeah. And, and anyways, I just picked it up. I haven't read it for a while. And it's kind of one of those books that you can read all the time. You know, my, my, uh, I have a family member who, uh, who said a, a, a successful person should always read how to win friends and influence people once per year. <laughs> Did you take that advice? <laughs> no, I listened to half the audiobook and I was like, I don't think this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but my point of view would be, it might be a good idea to read being you changing the world you know, now and again, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's really just a one and done kind of read. Um, but I picked it up and um, the chapter that I opened to was Dane talking about how um, somebody didn't meet him for lunch. Like they, for, they, they, he, they blew him off on the lunch date. And he was like thinking like the normal thing of like, I should be really upset and I should be important to this person and why, but he like, he said, he looked, under the surface and he just saw that like he was hurt and like you know it's like he he was I can't even remember exactly what he said but it was like he got really vulnerable with it and like instead of just reacting and being like I should be important in your life you know he got really vulnerable with that energy that came up and then he talked to the person about it and and she got really because he was really vulnerable she got really vulnerable and it transformed the energy and they became closer. And I thought that was like, it showed me a whole nother, even though I've already, I've read the book a few times and it just showed me a whole new level of vulnerability. And it was almost like I'd never read that ever before. And um, yeah. So anyways, I just, it's so cool when we can do those kinds of things. Like that changes the world. That's like going after the, yeah. the, the, the whale killers. You know what I mean? It's just in a sub, in a different way that maybe isn't going to get put on the news. <laughs> and it involves probably a lot less fight and a whole lot more allowance and a whole lot more vulnerability. And I, it's funny because I reread that book this summer too, as we were doing some of the being you book clubs, like YouTube, you know, interviews. So I was like rereading chapters and things. And that's so funny because that's a story that really stood out to me too when I was reading it. <laughs> and I don't know if I remembered it from the first time, um, but it's so come up in my world lately too. Like, you know, you're, you have stepkids and I have children and I've noticed, especially in that area, well, it's a great, I don't know, practice ground for being really vulnerable and having very open, candid conversations because stuff always comes up 
with that really, you know, kids in that relationship, you always, you always have a, have a playground for using uh, tools and looking at things from a different perspective. Totally. Uh, it's just required, you know, and, and it's been so interesting because I'll notice like when there's not that um, ability to have a really like, op- like when I'm doing it from my side or trying to get like, like Nellie, my older one to have a chat with me and when she won't go there, I get so frustrated because I'm like, ah, but this could change so much, you know? And I'm like, okay, wait, if I had more allowance here, what could actually shift and change? And I've noticed then when, when you're fighting something or, you know, you can be vulnerable or you can be allowance. And that's really a way to invite more of it into your life. You can't force someone else (laughs) to choose it. But like in that story too, like when he beat it, it gave her a space to, to like open up and say what was really going on. Like we're so trained. We've been so trained to not say what's really going on. So so true. And, and really like sort of, we have this idea of like who we should be in the world and um, it's almost like the only way of surviving or even succeeding is like to make sure that image stays intact rather than sort of falling into a pile of dust. I mean, this is something I've been looking at a lot of, um, in my life is like, you know, um, like what I would do, like, do I, do I need to be this person that I thought I am? Or like, what if I just sort of let go of all of it? It feels like I would like fall into a pile of dust. But when I do that, everything gets better in my life rather than trying to like be somebody, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's like when you are willing to like be vulnerable, it sometimes it feels like you're going to fall into a pile of dust, you know, but you don't, it's like wonderful things occur. What wonderful things. I love that you said that too. Cause that for me too, you know, I think a lot of us define being you um, yeah. as all these things around, like the image that we are, even if, even if you've tried to undefine that and like get over certain, like, but it's like, I'm a mom or I'm this partner, or I show up this, this way at work. And it's so true. Like it's not being you is not about finding out more about your image <laughs> and the roles you are. It is almost like undefining yourself to your, like, I don't know who I am anymore, which is strangely when you're actually getting to who you really be, mm-hmm. even though it feels almost like everything's so different, but that's actually how we are. And that, I feel like that's the space. Like when we're like, okay, how could you create more in the world? It's going there because that's the space where like the magic and your influence on like where things can just change more easily. Yeah. Like you don't have to force things into existence. Cause I was thinking about the whole image thing too. And it's, it's sort of like, you know, it's like how we think we're going to succeed or, or be somebody or have a level of even happiness but it's like it's actually feeding a black hole because there's nothing there (laughs) like you can't actually get close to somebody or or sustain that I mean it can kind of work for a bit but it's not actually sustainable and eventually if you keep doing that um I I was also reading I've been reading I was reading this book too money isn't the problem you are I love this book holy dang dang to dang I um, am seeing it in a whole new way, but, but one of the questions that um, Gary and Dean were giving was, uh, it, where is it? I have to find it. It was so good. It was, it was, what's it going to take for me to show up in my life? Wow. And, and that's such a cool question. 
I mean, it's like, it's so like actually asking for you the being rather than you the image. Yeah, it's really cool. I really like that one. What's it going to take for me to show up in my life? That was, you know, in addition to the being you changing the world book, that book is one of the first books I, I wrote every question like that down on paper and I think I had like three pages of like questions and stuff from this step and it's Ooh, a I think I'm gonna go and do that because I read the book and you know and I would have never done that that might There's really make it so much in it. I mean yeah and I don't know if it's like my weird teacher thing in me and it was when I first started access but I really want like I was really like wow these are all so amazing <laughs> and like every morning I would look through and really ask the questions yeah. and it changed so much totally. so much so quickly I, li- I like that. I like to write things down too. I think I'm going to do that. But it's, it's like, if you, I don't know, it's like if you, you know, are willing to sort of just be vulnerable. And even if it means, I kind of have been thinking about this, like follow, like, like uh, I've heard Gary and Dane say, like, if you're, if, if you're, willing to like lose everything you can have everything and I've been sort of thinking of it like like what if like nothing really mattered that I really had thought mattered and and what if I did fall into a pile of dust and I keep thinking about falling into a pile of dust and the more I do it and the more I let go of things I'm just so much happier and I I have seen that happen for so many people you know I love that and it's funny because as we're talking it's like Normally I love to be like, there's this tip or there's this tool. And lately <laughs> it's like giving any sort of a roadmap. It's like, that's, that's a, like a great question, which to most people be like, what do you mean I asked to be a pile of dust? But it's actually, there's an energy in that, that you're asking to like really just kind of undefine all of the images and the, w- the ways we've defined ourselves. And it's so not linear to explain like, how does that like influence like change the world but it's like wow there's so not a how linear thing anymore <laughs> I don't know. yeah yeah totally totally it is it is really undefined and 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 <clears throat> I don't know things are things seem to really be changing very quickly and and sort of consciousness you know I mean we're talking you know access consciousness and and consciousness is I don't even know what it is exactly. There's no way to define it, but it's like, it just seems to be getting stronger on the planet and things seem to have a little bit more ability to change than they used to. I don't know. I know that you've noticed the same kind. I've talked to you about it, but it's like, what, how would you even, I don't even know how to describe that, but it's just, it just seems like things are becoming collectively kind of like easier. Yeah. And what if, I mean, and that's where like, I love accesses definitely definition of consciousness like consciousness includes everything and everyone and judges nothing and no one <laughs> totally forgot about that <laughs> and it's 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 that energy of like that not separation is I think getting more poignant more clear so like and that's the ease right when we actually get that whole bit of like oh we're all these individual drops that make up an ocean and we're the ocean and we're the drop at the same time is like Dane likes to say, and I'm like, and I'm actually getting more what that is and the ease of like, well, if you're dropping an ocean and the ocean's going for more consciousness and change, like there's actually an ease of going with that than fighting it and trying to be only the drop and your individual you in this image, which actually keeps you from the, like, the flowing in the waves. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a really cool way of putting it. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting way too out there or like to me, I'm like, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I think if people have made it this far, they're ready to go out there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's such an energy in what you just said. Kind of it just makes me really happy. Well, and I, you know, we all are at different phases in our life. It was funny. I had a conversation with a friend today that I knew 20, over 20 years ago when I lived in London. And okay. we, have, we haven't talked in like year in maybe five or six years. And it was so funny. We were talking and she's, she's going through a similar thing that I have where she has two kids and she and her husband are, are deciding to divorce and get different houses, but make it easy on the kids and they get along great as friends and stuff. And it was so funny. She was saying, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I kind of gave up being me for 10 years and didn't really, like I knew I was doing it, but all of a sudden she goes, I was unpacking boxes that she's like, you know, I had packed up 10 years ago and we moved in and she's like, it was like, I was re opening like I was finding like this this like me that I had packed away to live a life that I thought was going to make me happy that actually had nothing to do with what I chose and I was like Whoa. wow <laughs> and she does not do access like this is you know, just a conversation and she was like you know I really like some of the stuff you've been posting <laughs> I was like well yeah because we so but I'm like wow so many of us no matter where you are have and some of us it's 10 years some of it's you know, a smaller amount of time, but we all, I think, have those moments where we're like, wait, you get, you drift away from what you know was possible, what your ask was when you were a kid, what you were dreaming about, what you were, you know, and it's like, and the way, quote, back is strangely easier than we think, but it is being willing to like become a pile of dust. And if you have, or lose everything, like you're saying, and actually you will gain more than you imagine, you just might be losing the things that don't actually work anymore yeah it's like the things that we think we want again back to the image based on the image and then but it's like it's not what we really want it's actually too small and the topic of yeah. you know, what we were going to talk about today is you know how do you play bigger yeah it's weird <laughs> falling and being you know not needing you know being a pile of dust is how you play bigger <laughs> or you know <laughs> that energy that energy that's a cool story that is really cool that yeah friend, um was able to like articulate that and really see like what that was for her yeah it was really she's wonderful but it was just so cool it's like wow yeah and that thing of and she's like but it's just so much lighter like I know this and I was like wow we really no matter who you are you get that there's a lighter possibility and you just sometimes and it's not wrong to take 10 years to get there you know, and it's not like, so, it's, you know, cause we talked a bit about that, but it's like, we, you know, you know, when you know, you know, when you're ready to play bigger and follow the energy. And like, if you didn't ever judge yourself and you're willing to give up that image, it's like, you can recreate and create more in the world from that space of like, what would it take for me to show up in my life? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, <clears throat> one of the things also um, that, I've been really um, has sort of been surfacing and something I've been looking at and is um, like being out of control. Cause that's kind of when you're out of control, you have an easier time kind of, I really liked your ocean example. It's like you have an easier time being in that stream of the ocean and that oneness and just having everything contribute to you and being a part of things rather than being 
the fanciest one or whatever it is. So true. And it's like, um, can you talk a little bit more about being out of control and out of like linearity? Yeah. I love that you brought that up because I think most of us actually keep our, <laughs> our lives small so we can control it. Not that you're doing that consciously, but the smaller your life is, the easier it is to manage all of the parts and bits and kind of know what's going to show up. And a lot of us aren't willing to let go of control. But here's the thing, when you do, you open your world to receiving so much more and the gifts, the way the universe would actually like to gift you for your life to show up can't be controlled. And so you've got to let go of control. So the universe goes, Oh, now you're like, now you're playing sort of like now I can actually gift you these gifts that you've been asking for. But when you're keeping it small and controlling things, you can only, you only have like little cracks where things can, and you can still have a pretty awesome life, you know, like, cause the universe is magic. So are you, you're creating all the time. But it's like, if you acknowledge, wow, there's no matter how awesome things are, they could get so much greater, no matter how crappy things are, if you're willing to go, okay, like, really like surrender, and let it go and just be like, wow, I'm trusting myself and my mask and the universe, that whatever it is that I'm asking for to change or show up greater or be in my life that if you're willing to just go, okay, whatever that looks like, it, that's where the receiving like, dynamically increases and the magic increases so much true so i'd love to ask you another question about that why so we want to we want to be able to control things why would you say like we why like what's the value of of the control and sort of getting all of our ducks in a row like why do we want to do that why do you want to do it (laughs) <laughs> I guess maybe it's different for every person. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's been like, it's like, I, I, it's almost something that like, um, like I didn't realize I heard a facilitation lately that was really interesting. And it was like, um, Gary was talking and Gary's the founder of access consciousness. And he was talking to a lady and, and she was, um, really convinced that she was, not living within people's judgments. Like, she's like, I don't think about other people's judgments and I'm not within other people's judgments and I'm always the different one and I'm always the weird one. And he's like, yeah, but you're still totally living within them. And she's like, what? And it's like, even if we tell ourselves that sometimes we have no clue that we want to, we want to be sort of seen or like, like, just like received by the people in our life and, and not too different than them and not too weird or anything like that, which is sort of kind of like, whoa, that kind of freaks me out sometimes when I think about it. Well, that's what I was going to say too. I think it's that, I mean, for me, it has been and is like the need to be normal. And even though you think you don't have it, like I still have it. I mean, I created a whole, the whole, my whole like neon sheep lounge and Facebook group is about that because like, I, there's so much more to explore because truly that keeping it like you in essence, I, I, for me, like I want to control things and this is so not cognitive, but like keep it smaller so that you are somehow not a pile of dust. You're somehow, you might be different than everyone else a little bit, but you're still like, you're still doing normal because to be so far out there 
there would not be a reference point. Like you would like, and I notice when I, when I start to go there, I quote, feel like I'm going crazy, but I get that. And you don't want to go there. So you're like, no, 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 I got to keep some semblance of this reality. And that's like your need to be normal and somehow fit in or somehow not be judged or resist being judged. And I'm okay with it. But are you like, is it really just not a part of your universe? Would you just be so happy being so undefined and creating so much that it was like, it's not even like judgment, all that. It wouldn't even be a conversation to have because you're just so, so different. Not in the reality anymore. It's a different reality. Wow. Yeah. I'm asking for more of that. (laughs) Me too. Me too. It it was amazing. um, Because when Gary was talking to this lady, it was like, it was like in every sense, she was so convinced. And and it made me look at like where in every sense, I'm so convinced. And I can't see it. And so it's like, it's, it was such a cool conversation to, to be able to kind of look at, yeah, like, like, really, what would that be to be that, um, like, not even different than the people in your life, but like in a different reality than the people in your life, like no reference point, (laughs) you would still have those people in your life. So it's like, huh? But it's like, that's actually a possibility. Yeah. So cool. Well, thank you for coming on today. Thank you. I think we did pretty good with like not many brain cells firing, at least on my end. I yeah. Was like, you know, I, I, I just so love talking to you. I, I don't know the cool stuff that comes up when I get to talk with you. It's just the best. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys um, who are listening and those of you listening to the recording in the future. Um, you know, what else is possible? And uh, just like the question that we asked before from the book, money isn't the problem you are. It's like, what would it take for you to show up in your life? And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining me on another episode of A Different Reality. It would be awesome if you could share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm always looking to spread the seeds of consciousness. And you can find me on my website at juliasotis.com. Until next time, what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can you be to create a reality totally beyond this reality with total ease?